Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. All right, 49ers fans, welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. I'm going to be your host, John Chapman, and we're going to be focusing today's uh, almost exclusively on defense. Obviously, we're going to peek ahead to the huge game coming Sunday night, which I'm super excited about, and you guys got to come join us. We are going to be broadcasting live play-by-play and color commentary through the Hot Mic app. So if you do not want to listen to Troy Aikman, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I-, I gave a pretty hard time uh, <laughs> To Joe Buck last time. So I want to be kind of nice. But if you would like a much more 49ers specific commentary, that's what we're going to be bringing you uh, through the Hot Mic app if you have an iPhone. If not, you can watch through Periscope or on my Twitter feed. Uh, the promo code for that's going to be Rush ESF, R U S H E S F. The app syncs everything. It brings in the sound from the stadium, so the energy level's still high. And again, we're going to be focused on 49ers, fantasy football, and just a couple other key aspects there. So uh, that's going to be an option for you guys. Please come join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. But, man, let's jump in right away, and let's just talk about the state of the defense. Uh, coming off that victory, 36-26 to over the Cardinals. We're now 9-1. And the way that this defense still continues to play uh, – uh, they're they're winning games now. If we look at our overall defensive ranks across the NFL, not much has changed. We are still uh, top three defense in all of the valuable metrics. We've given up the second fewest points in the entire NFL, the second fewest yards in the entire NFL. We forced the third most turnovers. Um, we have given up the fewest first downs across the entire NFL. And this is what continues to stand out. And so you can get into the subcategories of focusing on defensive passing, defensive rushing. There's still wonderful things to look at. Um, again, 
We are fifth in allowing passing touchdowns. We're um, second in fewest yards per passing attempt, 4.3. So when teams are passing against us, we're not allowing the deep ball to be completed. Now, the penalties are a whole other thing, and obviously that's a little bit skewed with the three pass interference calls from Richard Sherman, but Richard Sherman still hasn't given up a passing touchdown in the NFL yet this year, which is insane whenever you look at the amount of times he's been targeted. He's played very, very well as a whole. Yeah, he's very physical. Yeah, he's going to get called for some pass interferences. Yeah, he's going to get called for defensive holding or yard uh, contact after five yards, but that doesn't matter. The, the, the two metrics that we always have to go back to, and again, this is going back to Bill Belichick probably a decade ago, and he says, look, everything comes down to scoring. Okay, uh, We want to score points. We want to stop other people from scoring points. That's the metric. Then we try to figure out what correlates best to stopping teams from scoring. Um, and obviously, you're going to have points allowed and then also total yards, which we're right up there. Um, now, again, you know, I talked about the passing subcategories. Rushing, same thing. Um, you, we've only allowed five rushing touchdowns. One of those was to a wide receiver on an end around. That's third best in the NFL. So teams, once they get into the goal line, we're forcing a lot of times to settle for a field goal. And we saw that recently um, with the game against the Cardinals. And so NFL teams are going to score points. Now, we've been kind of spoiled with a few of the games that we played when we went to that three-week stretch where the Browns got three points, uh, the Rams got seven, and then the Redskins got zero against us. That's insane. <laughs> that that doesn't even make sense uh, how we went through that stretch. Now we've gone through three games in a row where teams for the first time this year have scored over 20 points. Uh, Cardinals 25, Seahawks 27, Cardinals 26. And now we're playing another team that guess what? You know, I don't want to get too much into Green Bay and what they're about, but they are a very prolific offense. You know, they rank ninth in the NFL in points scored. So it's not like this is going to be another defensive shutout whenever you're playing against Aaron Rodgers and one of the leaders in touchdowns in Aaron Jones. I think he has 14 touchdowns on the year so far, and they're coming off a bye week. So already <laughs> you have to kind of skew the way in which you're looking at this game coming up and we're going to do a full episode tomorrow I'll be back with you guys uh, just scouting report predictions and all that stuff I've got a conference I'm working for my school uh, on Saturday so I'm going to bump that episode up to Friday so just kind of uh, expect that so we're not going to have a Saturday episode but we will be back in time for game time on Sunday so uh, it, it's going to be a fun game and this is going to be a huge game it's been flexed into Sunday night football was going to be the afternoon game and how awesome is this the NFL and the fans <laughs> the ticket prices for this game I just monitor just because I don't know it's a social experiment if you will the prices are through the roof everybody wants to be at this game everybody is going to be watching this and it's a huge game uh, all across the NFL whenever you look at this week it's a big week you know obviously the game which is about to kick off now the Colts and Texans has playoff implications and whenever we look through the rest of the week uh, there's a lot of stuff going on one Carolina at the New Orleans Saints yeah Carolina's taking a little bit of a dip but that's a division game that could have huge implications with playoff seeding uh, then you got Seattle Seahawks are traveling to the Philadelphia 
the Eagles. Giant game. That's not an easy game by any stretch. Uh, Philly, again, not playing great, but they blew out the Green Bay Packers at Green Bay. So uh, the Eagles are definitely a team that can surprise some people. Um, Then you've got the Dallas Cowboys traveling to the New England Patriots. That's going to be a lot of fun. Obviously, the Green Bay-San Francisco game. And then Monday night, Ravens traveling to Los Angeles. So you've got a lot of you know playoff bubble teams playing top caliber echelon teams and in the NFL any given Sunday people can beat <laughs> anybody can win but whenever you look at the games and these quality matchups of teams going to play on the road um, you know this is going to be an interesting week and our game obviously is by no stretch uh, just a free pass and you know I want to jump in real quick just to our my bookie segment and just talk uh, numbers that they got going on mikebookie.ag these guys are the best they sponsored us all year long really do appreciate all their support and if you want to support the podcast and have a good time head over to mybookie.ag use promo code 49ers and the game it's close uh, the 49ers are negative three that line has not changed the over-unders at 48 so that crept up just a little bit but it seems like it's going to stay steady especially with the Kittle news which he practiced today I'm going to go through the full practice report uh, a little bit later on but my bookie is doing something very very special I'll have some special bets for you guys tomorrow that I want to highlight but Here's the thing that they're doing. It's stupid from their part, but amazing for our part. <coughs> Excuse me. Here's the deal. During Thanksgiving week, my bookie is offering a risk-free bet on the Bears line game on Thanksgiving Sunday, okay? Here's what you do. You choose a team against the spread up to $250. If you win, you win. Great. That's awesome. You made your money. You're happy. But here's what's nuts. If you lose, my bookie is giving you back all the money you bet, all the way up to two fifty. So if you bet two hundred and fifty dollars, it's going to be close to an even bet. They're basically just handing you two hundred and fifty bucks. It makes no sense. Now, in order to get this, all you have to do is head to mybookie.ag, sign up using promo code forty niners. You can put five dollars in there, twenty dollars in there, doesn't matter. So. Let's say you put $10 into my book and you sign up with this code. One, they're going to match that $10. So now you have $20, even though you only put in 10. You bet all $20 on that game. If you win, now you've got $40. And if you lose, guess what? You get your $20 back. It doesn't even make sense, people. Like, they're giving you free money. So please head over there. I don't understand why they're doing this, but it's awesome. MyBookie.ag. Use promo code 49ers. They'll match your deposit. Then you can bet for free up to $250. And if you lose, they give you your damn money back. I I don't, I don't get it, but I'm uh, <laughs> really glad that they are doing it. So let's jump in real quick before we go over some questions. Here's what happened in practice initially. So uh, the first reports out were Emmanuel Sanders, Debo Samuel, and George Kittle were not practicing. They were in non-contact jerseys just on the side of practice. However, once they got into team, um, they got into team drills, and they were able to qualify as what's a limited (laughs) participant in practice. So the fact that Kittle is finally getting anything done is great. Debo Samuel with the shoulder, I think that's much more precautionary. And again, Emmanuel Sanders, he's got to just kind of rest and not be in contact whatsoever with his rib. It's just going to take some time. And, you know, we saw last week, he's just an absolute warrior out there. 
Emmanuel Sanders going out there and just taking those hits, and you'd see him hit the ground, and just bad things happen. You know, I talked about it on our breakdown on my Patreon. I try. I don't know if you guys caught it yesterday on the YouTube crowd. I slipped in my breakdown. I tried to see what would happen if uh, we could get it through the YouTube parameters, whatever. Uh, they took it down almost immediately. But for those of you that uh, you know, you guys hit that bell and you get the notification. Hopefully, you enjoyed that. But that's a kind of a version of what we do on my Patreon twice a week. Uh, we do a full uh, defensive breakdown about an hour's worth and a full offensive breakdown about an hour's worth and it's a blast and so you have all the time to go back through that if you want to again just subscribe over on my patreon just type in 49ers rush or if you head over to our website which if you haven't gone to Niners Live yet, you really, really should. We've got a great article up there this week. Uh, Renato just got it uh, published just earlier today, and it is awesome. So, you know, we've got a whole bunch of stuff going on. If you want some 49ers Rush gear, uh, articles galore, we've got a lot of stuff going on over there. And, again, he just talks about uh, the rebound to the game. We've got something up there from Brandon about the Jimmy G Show. We've got a lot of workers just spending time making sure we're putting quality content out there 49ers non-stop that's what we're trying to do now a couple people didn't practice today okay Matt Breida was still out with his ankle D Ford with his quad and hamstring now so now it's a two-part injury it's really his knee and hamstring um, and then Robbie Gold with his right quad which that's his kicking leg and so that's problematic you know Kyle Shanahan said earlier this week with a kicker, if he's 98% healthy, you still can't put him out there. So they're going to wait until he is perfect. The, the, the mindset of the 49ers coaching staff and personnel decisions is long-term. It is no longer week-to-week. It is playoff-bound. Now, obviously, with the three toughest games in a row, you know, playing three, eight, and two teams currently, the toughest stretch in the history of the NFL past week 11. This has never happened. So for all those people that have said the 49ers haven't played anybody, just wait, baby, <laughs> because it's a week to week to week. It is a gauntlet. And this is a very similar to a playoff stretch that we're going to go through, and it's going to be tough. But Robbie Gold, he didn't practice, and neither did Joe Staley. So you know, you look at those major injuries, and there's some good, uh, there's some bad. I, I really don't think Brita or Ford or Gold or Staley, obviously, is going to be out. But we're going to be without, without those guys. And D Ford is probably the biggest injury up there. Matt Brita, obviously, has been special this year, but there's a lot of depth at the running back position. Um and then Robbie Gold, we're going to have some more games come close uh, during this stretch. And hopefully he is back within the next week. Now, um, let's see here. Let's get through just a couple questions. And I think I answered a few of these. If Kittle Sanders Debo Ford plays, uh, do you see this game getting out of hand for the Packers? Uh, I think you're saying if they don't play. So a couple things, uh, Niner by nature. Kittle Sanders Debo will play. Ford, I do not think will. I think he's going to be out this week. Um, which Ford was, eh. I think Kittle's probably the most important. Next up would be Sanders, then Debo, as far as the three that are playing. I don't think this game's going to get out of control. And here's why I think that. No matter what, the 49ers are playing teams close to the vest. Uh, you look at what we've done the past three weeks versus good and bad teams. We play them close. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't think that there's any way the 49ers get too far behind or too far ahead. The Green Bay Packers are a complete team. Now, are they near as complete as the 49ers? Absolutely not. But they are coming off a bye. Very similar system. 
you look at all the just the <laughs> relationships that these two teams have together, uh, from coaching staffs to our strength and conditioning coach being related to uh, the head coach's wife. I mean, it's nuts. These two teams and then Green Bay – you look at Aaron Rodgers and the chip he's had on his shoulder since we haven't picked him number one overall. He played at Cal. He's coming back. I mean, this game is going to live up to the hype. Um, the only way that it doesn't is if we did blow them out, but I don't think that that is a possibility. Uh, we are definitely a more complete team, but it's going to be a fun game. It, it's going to be a blast. It's It got flexed into Sunday night football for a reason, and there's a great chance we're going to play them twice. Uh, these are two. This is the number one and two seed in the NFL right now, or in the NFC. So the 49ers are one, and the Green Bay Packers are two. So th there's a very strong chance that this game is for home field advantage in the playoffs. Um, so it's not a division game, but it is huge. The implications are going to be long lasting between this game. Um, all right, who can the 49ers put at defensive end on the opposite side of Bosa to uh, generate a pass rush? So here's the deal. And I've thought a lot about this, okay? One, we lost Ronald Blair, okay? Then we bring in Demontre Moore, who played great in very limited steps. They moved Solomon Thomas out on the edge as well. But here's what I want to see us do. I want us to do a strong rotation with three defensive linemen. Nick Bose is playing about 90% of snaps. And then you have Eric Armstead, who's paying about, about 85% of snaps, but he's playing on the inside side. I think now, with that injury, you just keep him on the outside. And so you have your two starting defensive ends in Eric Armstead and Nick Bosa, and you're rotating Demontre Moore back and forth to give them spells. Worst case scenario, I hate to say it, you've got to put Solomon Thomas out there a little bit. Um but I do not want to take DeForest Buckner outside of his prime position. I don't want to do that. If you take Solomon Thomas outside of his prime position, you're not losing near as much. He's not near as effective as DeForest Buckner. So if you're going to play somebody out of position, do it to where it's a guy that already has a very low ceiling anyway. So personally, I want to see a very high snap rate with Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead, and you're just rotating in uh, Demontre Moore back and forth to spell both of those guys. But their snap route, their snap count should be high. Um, then worst case, you put Solomon Thomas out there. Uh, that's what I want to see. So um, if the Niners win the Super Bowl, will you grow dreadlocks? Um, I don't think I can grow dreadlocks, but uh, yeah, that would be totally worth it. Uh, I, I'd be down for whatever. I don't really care. That'd be amazing. Um, what part of our defense is Aaron Rodgers most likely to expose? Yeah, they throw the ball to the running back as well as anybody in the NFL. They don't really run the ball a lot. And just a couple tendencies I found already. Uh, they throw the ball the most on first and second down. They are second. They throw the ball the second most in the entire NFL. So uh, they love to target running backs out of the backfield. So uh, this is going to be a Greenlaw, Jaquaski Tart, and Fred Warner game. If they can limit those huge plays to the running back out of the backfield, which, again, Aaron Jones, the running back, 14 touchdowns so far running and receiving, that's going to be huge. Um, let's see here. You think our offense will get into better rhythm with Kittle? Hell yes, I do. Uh, Kittle is gigantic. Sanders, he's huge. 
Kittle is the piece, okay? Kittle is the most valuable player, I think, to this team. I really believe that. Uh, offense, defense, I think he is number one. I, I do believe he's one of the better players in the NFL, still ranked the highest player across all positions for pro football focus, and there's a reason why. He impacts everything um, from the running game blocking. <coughs> excuse me. Passing, it doesn't matter. He does it all. So I, I think Kittle, we're going to have a better job, uh, do a better job running. But still, you have to understand, if teams want to stop us from running, they can do that. And it's going to rely on Jimmy Graham and Kittle to be able to get past that point. Excuse me, guys. <coughs> this is the wonderful thing of a live show, right? All right, so a couple other things that I want to get to, a couple other questions, but I did say this was going to be a defensive episode. I don't want to get too far off on the offense, and we're going to break down very soon um, the entire Green Bay game. So here we go. Let's jump now. Let's jump back just a little bit. The top-graded defensive players versus the Arizona game, which we haven't got a breakdown yet, and it's interesting. Um, a lot of people would have guessed this, but the number one player is Tarvarius Moore. He only played two snaps. The last two snaps at uh, whenever it was kind of in the whatever, you know, pitching the ball back and forth, whatever. But he got a 91.3 uh, grade. Anytime Tarvarius Moore has been out there, he has been fantastic. I think he's going to be a part of the team long term. I don't think outside of an injury he gets play, uh, starting time, but I do think that he is special, and with his talent, the longer he is in this scheme, the better it is going to go. Julian Taylor, 20 snaps. Way to go, man. Now, he played so good, DJ Jones is back healthy. <laughs> um, now, what is the coaching staff going to do? You know, Julian Taylor's had active roles in two games, and he has been absolutely elite. Now, Sheldon Day, on the other hand, he's the second-worst 49er. Uh, stop me if you've heard me say this before. Sheldon Day finished with a 49.2. He was abysmal. There it is. Ding, hit the bell. When are they going to stop giving that guy playing time? Uh, Julian Taylor goes out there for 20 snaps and is amazing, whereas Sheldon Day plays 21 snaps, and he's awful. And in the breakdown, you see it every single play. He's getting pushed around everywhere. He cannot contain his gap. Um, he's a liability on the field. So the coaches have a very uh, interesting decision to make here because do you stick with Sheldon Day and then put Julian Taylor back on the inactive list like they kept doing all last year, all this year? Or do they finally give this young pup a chance? Um, I really do hope. I want him starting. I don't want him. I, uh, DJ Jones is great, and if he's 100% healthy, he deserves that spot. But again, very similar to how they're treating Akello Witherspoon. You know, they, they kept him out last week even though he was healthy. And <coughs> once... You had Emmanuel Mosley go down, then you put Akello in there, and then once Emmanuel Mosley was back healthy again, you gave him his spot back. Now this week, I do believe Akello Witherspoon is going to start because he is finally fully healthy, and that's key. So I want Julian Taylor in there until DJ Jones is 100% ready to go, and I wouldn't mind spot duty those two guys switching out. Don't really care who the starter is. You know, I care a lot more about the snap count. I think that's huge. Um, 
But anyway, back to the top five. Drake Greenlaw got a 75.8, played great out there. Joukowsky Tart, um, two solid games in a row, 70.9. He finished number five. And Demontre Moore, he finished the number six guy, um, getting 21 snaps. And obviously that fumble at the end of the game was huge. You got to love that. Um, and if you saw the emotional kind of breakdown um, on the sideline, it, this is a guy that was on the couch you know, just last week. And comes in because of an injury to Ronald Blair, which is awful. But you you get this opportunity. What are you going to do with it? I think moving forward, you know, and again, uh, just staying with the snap counts at that position. There were 67 total snaps, okay? Um, Nick Bosa got on defense against the Cardinals. Nick Bosa got 56. Eric Armstead got 48. And Demontre Moore got 21. So I, I think that you see just a slight uptick for Bosa and Armstead and then a slight uptick for Sheldon Day because D Ford, who got 20 snaps, you know, his usual 20 snaps, he's not going to be getting those. So, uh, you know, you could see Demontre Moore around 30, and then I think for Bosa and Armstead, you're going to see them pretty close to 60. That would be ideal if you're scripting out kind of how you want the rotation to go. Now, defensively on the opposite side, Fred Warner – they abused this dude. Um, yeah, he led the team in tackles. He was always around the ball. But his reads in the running game uh, were very, very flawed. And it, it was it was interesting, too. Uh, you know, if you watched the press conference today from the defensive coordinator, Robert Sala, he said, you know, they got us on a couple plays. And, you know, we, we were caught out of gap integrity. And a lot of that had to do with the zone read scheme that they do where they leave somebody unblocked the defensive end. And the defensive end is taught to crash down. And what has to happen is the defensive end crashes down to take the dive. And then the linebacker is supposed to exchange, gap exchange, back to outside contain. And if you look at that huge touchdown by uh, Kyler Murray, it's because Fred Warner was just super late. Um he just had a bad game where he was almost there a lot of times, and so that's something that he's going to have to fix. But uh, he's got the this is the game to do it on uh, because they're going to be going right at him again. Uh, Fred Warner is capable of being one of the better linebackers in the NFL. Just consistency, and you know he's not a freak athlete. He's an instinctual linebacker, and so whenever those instincts perhaps take him the wrong way, on misdirection or you know flow away or whatever. That's problematic, so uh, we'll have to see. Hopefully, he'll be able to get that corrected. A uh, third-worst player on defense was Kwan Williams, strangely enough, and a lot of it had to do with just some missed tackles. Uh, pretty great across the board, just a 29.1 tackle grade, which just pulled everything down. Solomon Thomas, fourth-worst grade. Um, he got 26 snaps. He had a 57.7. And then DeForest Buckner. Great at the point of attack most of the game. He got blown off the ball on a couple double teams for the big runs up the middle. So some good there, some bad. You know, definitely a lot of things to kind of take and move on. And probably the lowest grade for Nick Bosa all year, uh, which isn't a bad grade. He got a 65.1, which is starter level NFL quality. But he hasn't had a sack in three games. This is something that needs to step up. Um He's going against David Bakhtiari this week, which is one of the best left tackles in the NFL. So that's definitely problematic, but uh, I think it's Bosa time. Uh, I really do think he's going to have an opportunity because Aaron Rodgers always wants to elongate the passing play, and he wants to wait for that huge play to open up. 
Bosa's going to have some opportunity because he's very relentless back there whenever he gets that deep arc uh, in the pass rush. So here we go. Let's do a couple other questions. I'm not too much into what other people have to say, uh, but I was surprised how much Green Bay fans have been disrespectful to us. Yeah, it, it's interesting to say the least. Um, Green Bay fans, I'll say this. You know, if you if you look across the NFL, the NFL, the Green Bay fans have been one of the, I don't want to say classiest, but loyal, kind of chill, most realistic fan bases out there. Um, you know, I went, I go to every NFL draft, and it's one of my favorite times of the year. And I went to the one in Chicago, and Green Bay fans outnumbered Chicago Bears fans big time, and they were all awesome. Um, you know, I, I've gone to games in Chicago. I've never been to Lambeau yet. But I haven't had a lot of issues with the Packers fans. However, this week, you know, Twitter brings out the worst in all of us <laughs> 49ers fans. The 49ers Twitter is not great either. But, yeah, it's been uh, it's been showing up a little bit. So we'll see what happens. But all in all, I think the Packers fan base is pretty solid. So, yeah, take it with a grain of salt. It's what it is. Uh, let's see here. Nick, which defensive player is most likely to have a huge game against the Packers? Uh, man, you know, we talked about those linebackers, but DeForest Buckner, this should be his his game because their interior is good, their defensive interior is good, but their tackles are probably top three in the NFL and pass protection. So if you're going to get to Aaron Rodgers, you've got to get pressure up the middle. So DeForest Buckner, man, this could be huge for him. And shoot, if Julian Taylor gets up there, he is designed – uh, to defeat this type of offense. This is why you have that guy, this penetrating, huge, athletic, big body uh, right in the middle. So, uh, you know, I personally would love to see that interior of Julian Taylor and DeForest Buckner next to each other. So, um, oh, look at this. Have you been lifting weights? Your arms are rivaling Arnold. I love it, man. Actually, at my school, we had our uh, student versus faculty basketball game today, and I realized just how old I am. Um, good Lord. We won. And I didn't let the kids know I'm tired, but my whole body hurts. So uh, thank you for noticing. I appreciate that. Uh, did Al uh, Aziz pass concussion protocol? Yeah, I believe he did because uh, he was he was full go today. So Aziz, DJ Jones, Raheem Mostert were all full go today in practice. So it seems like if he was in a full contact, then yeah, he has to have been cleared. Usually they're out there with the non-contact first. But, uh, yeah, he should be just fine. And I don't think Aziz, you know, I don't you have to go back to his college uh, stuff, but he hasn't had any concussion issues so far this year. So I don't think that's an issue. Uh, let's see here. Do you think Richie James and Jeff Wilson will get more playing time with uh, the team injuries? I think Richie James will. I do not think Jeff Wilson will. I think Jeff Wilson will be kind of relegated to – you know, if we get in there, goal line situation, big bodies, third and one, that type of stuff. Obviously, the touchdown to win the game was huge, but he doesn't really fit the Kyle Shanahan system in between the 20s. He does whenever we get close to the goal line. So, Sergio, I, I, I actually don't think Jeff Wilson's going to get a lot more playing time, obviously more than one snap. But if he got more than five carries or five touches, I'd be pretty shocked uh, outside of an injury. Okay, how much bad luck is it that all three of our highest played offensive free agents, yeah, they're all out. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, Quan Alexander, and now D Ford. Um, yeah, that's it's bad whenever you say it like that. Uh, I don't think you can make that sound better anyway. 
Sorry, guys. I'm struggling today, but I had to get an episode out. I wanted to talk football. I apologize. So my, I know my voice is a little scratchy. My apologies. Uh, let's see here. Um, let's go through this. Uh, how much bad luck? Oh, yeah, that's the one that we just missed right there. And so let's see here. A couple more questions. I need your opinion. I got my trade turned down by the commissioner because he thought it was lopsided. What do you think? Uh, I don't care what your commissioner says, Jay Corn. Any commissioner that denies the trade in fantasy football is a loser. Uh, get get out of that league. That's not whatever. Any, any league that is accepted, you should accept all trades, should be processed immediately unless you can prove collusion. You said Russell Wilson and Landry for Brady Galladay. Nope. That's a fair trade. Um, yeah, your commissioner's garbage. That's just my opinion there. Um, let's see here. A couple more questions before we jump forward. Do you think that they'll put Bosa on the defensive left side so he doesn't face Bakhtiari but a few times? They're moving him around. And so a lot of it doesn't have to do so much. Uh, the offense kind of predicates where he's going to be because they want Bosa on the strong side. And what they were doing was D Ford on kind of the weak side so that he could come off uh, with a straight angle because D Ford has that first step where he wants to press the edge. So on a lot of those deep third down plays, that was predicated upon the offensive line formation, a strength versus weakness call. And so that would determine what side Bosa was on. Now that D Ford's out, Bosa's kind of your fast and your strong end. You have Eric Armstead on the other side. So, um, yeah, I hope they rotate him a little bit, but we don't really have that speed kind of arrow guy that's out there. And so that's kind of a problem because, you know, ideally you want the first step D Ford, which would be perfect against Aaron Rodgers, but it looks like as of now he's going to be out. Maybe something happens. But it's probably not going to be that case. Um, anyway, I do want to say just again, uh, support for the 49ers Rush podcast comes from Manscaped. Love these guys. They are awesome. If you struggle uh, you know, with Christmas presents or whatever, Manscaped is perfect. It offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. Takes care of everything down below. And here's the deal. You get 20% off, free shipping. All you have to do is use promo code 49ers over at manscaped.com. And if you buy one of their packages, like the Perfect Package 2.0, you get a free travel case as well. So, again, that's manscaped.com. Use promo code 49ers. And this product is legit. One, it's waterproof, and it's nick-proof, which means if you've ever cut yourself down there, definitely not the best. Uh, Go ahead and make your body look its best and feel its best and feel fresh all the time uh, by using Manscaped products. It is awesome. I swear by these. uh, It is awesome. And plus, if you buy it now using our promo code, you also get free boxers, which they are pretty legit. I would uh, model those for you, but I don't think that that would meet YouTube standards. Maybe it would. Um, Anyway, a couple other questions before we jump off here today. All right. Um, Let's see here. Yeah, vetoes have no place in fantasy football. Thank you, Daniel. I agree. I agree so much. Um, Yeah, and appreciate it. Niner by nature. Oh, also I have to give a shout-out. You know, last week I said I would be doing a free giveaway for a T-shirt. I just want to say thank you to Drew. He was the one. I got about five different submissions on there, so I just want to say thanks, guys. But uh, Drew, that shirt is on the way. I've already messaged him on Twitter, but I did want to let you guys know that that is taking place. So manscaped.com, use promo code 49ers. Drew won the giveaway last uh, episode. So 
Thank you, Nick, again. Hit that like button, subscribe wherever you are. Apologize again for my voice today. I know it's a mess, but uh, I can't. We, we got to talk football. We can't let stuff get in the way. Sometimes even uh, we have to go through injuries. But we will be back tomorrow with um, a full episode talking all about Packers. So get your Packers questions ready, and we will be back with you guys tomorrow. Talk to you then, and as always, stay strong, faithful. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.